Do the ancient scriptures have anything to say about modern technology? This is Scott Wiley and thanks for listening to the Practical Points for Life. Technology has advanced so far that it's hard to imagine that the Bible, written some two to four thousand years ago, would have anything to say about the technological advances of the last several years. But as we know, God's truth is timeless and applies to all people everywhere through all ages and eras to come. This week, we are talking about the challenges of parenting kids who have had exposure to massive amounts of screen time on their cell phones, tablets, computers, and TVs. Yesterday, we saw that experts like pediatricians, psychologists, and parents are becoming more and more concerned about the possible effects all this screen time is having on young, developing brains. Much research is now being done and findings are showing that the effects are anything but benign and in some cases very damaging. But for good or for bad, it appears that screens are here to stay. So parents will have to learn to deal with this for generations to come. Well, does the Bible speak to this issue at all? Is there some guidance we can glean from God's word to help us navigate the pathways ahead of us? When we look to the word of God, what we want to do is we want to discover the overall principles that the Bible is teaching and then make the application to whatever present reality we are dealing with. There are many principles that we could extract from the Bible that could apply to the topic, but I want to offer up just three. One, parents are teachers. Two, the eye is the lamp of the body. And three, as a man thinks, so is he. First, the Bible indicates to us that parents are the first and primary teachers in their children's lives. Think of Deuteronomy 6 that says, These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts and press them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands, bind them on your foreheads, write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. In other words, immerse your kids' lives in the teachings of the word. Proverbs 22.6 says, Start children off on the way they should go and even when they're old, they will not turn from it. Then Ephesians 6.4 is very pointed. It says, Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Well, this small sampling of verses gives us enough to know that God expects parents to carry the responsibility of teaching their children. Does that mean you need to homeschool? Well, not necessarily. But it does mean that we parents are responsible to always be monitoring what our children are exposed to and helping them to interpret the world around them. It also means that we're the primary moral instructors of our kids. We don't just sit back and expect that the school or church or soccer coach is going to teach our children right from wrong, healthy from unhealthy, and moral from immoral. So applying this principle to how our kids use technology, it's clearly the parent's job to take charge. We need to educate ourselves, set the guidelines, explain why we do technology the way we do in our home, and enforce those guidelines firmly but gently. Please, by all means, don't just sit back and let technological progress just happen to your kids without your direct involvement. These scriptural principles are basically telling us that we are the technological gatekeepers for our kids. We are responsible to control the flow of access to the extent that we can, so we don't want to abdicate this to the school, the church, the coach, or even to the child. A second biblical principle to consider is that the eye is the lamp of the body. This comes straight from Jesus in Matthew 6, 22-23. He says, The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. 
If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? So Jesus is telling us that what we look upon, gaze at, take in visually will have a huge effect on the health of our bodies. Now technically, Jesus is actually talking about being generous and being stingy. If we look at life with generosity, our lives will be full of light. If we look at life with stinginess, our whole life will be full of darkness. But the principle can also extend to just general healthy and unhealthy use of our eyes and how that can affect our spirit, soul, mind, and body. We saw yesterday that the actual type of light that emits from electronic screens literally affects our sleep patterns and that staring at screens for large amounts of times uh, affect brain development, moods, and general health. Well, like many teachings in the Bible, this one has application on multiple levels, from the physical to the spiritual. How we use our eyes, what we gaze upon, what we take in has an effect on our whole being, like the old computer programming motto, garbage in, garbage out. So we've learned so far that the child's eye is the gate to his body and his parents are the gate to the child's eye. A third principle from the Bible relates to the minds of our children. We might call it, you are what you think about. Proverbs 23, seven says, as he thinks within himself, so is he. Romans 12, two instructs us to not be conformed any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Basically, the Bible is telling us that how we think determines the kind of person we will be. How we think is going to be shaped by influences that we get to choose the world or the word. If we let the world fill our minds with its thoughts and values, then we're going to be conformed to a worldly pattern. If we let the word fill our minds with God's thoughts and values, then we will be shaped into a godly pattern. So these three principles taken together, the principle of parents are the primary teachers, the eye is the lamp of the body, and you are what you think about. Basically, they teach us that parents are gatekeepers for our kids' eyes and minds, to train them in the way they should go while they're still under our influence and tutelage. The kind of people our kids become will be the result of a combination of their own personal choices, but as well as the example that we set and the tools that we give them through our teaching with God as our helper. Tomorrow, let's take a look at some common sense guidelines for how to help our kids use electronic devices wisely. Remember, this podcast is meant to be helpful general information. It is not a substitute for face-to-face -face counseling with a professional. I am a mental health counselor in private practice at Practical Christian Counseling of Rapid City, South Dakota. So if I can be of any help to you, please don't hesitate to contact me. You can find all my information on my website, practicalcc.com. If you have any questions about life and relationship issues, you can email me at scott at practicalcc.com, and I'd be glad to respond to whatever is on your heart. On Friday, October 25th, Julie Norwood and I will be on the air on Lifestyles of the Saved and Sane in the 8 o'clock morning hour on 97.9 The Breeze, where we'll be talking about parenting the cell phone generation. You can listen to it live on the radio and online at 97.9thebreeze.com, and I'll be posting the show here on this podcast afterwards. So until next time, let Christ be your guide and love wisely. Do the ancient scriptures have anything to say about modern technology? This is Scott Wiley and thanks for listening to the Practical Points for Life. Technology has advanced so far that it's hard to imagine that the Bible, written some two to four thousand years ago, would have anything to say about the technological advances of the last several years. 
But as we know, God's truth is timeless and applies to all people everywhere through all ages and eras to come. This week, we are talking about the challenges of parenting kids who have had exposure to massive amounts of screen time on their cell phones, tablets, computers, and TVs. Yesterday, we saw that experts like pediatricians, psychologists, and parents are becoming more and more concerned about the possible effects all this screen time is having on young, developing brains. Much research is now being done and findings are showing that the effects are anything but benign and in some cases, very damaging. But for good or for bad, it appears the screens are here to stay. So parents will have to learn to deal with this for generations to come. Well, does the Bible speak to this issue at all? Is there some guidance we can glean from God's word to help us navigate the pathways ahead of us? When we look to the word of God, what we want to do is we want to discover the overall principles that the Bible is teaching and then make the application to whatever present reality we are dealing with. There are many principles that we could extract from the Bible that could apply to the topic, but I want to offer up just three. One, parents are teachers. Two, the eye is the lamp of the body. And three, as a man thinks, so is he. First, the Bible indicates to us that parents are the first and primary teachers in their children's lives. Think of Deuteronomy 6 that says, These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands. Bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. In other words, immerse your kids' lives in the teachings of the word. Proverbs 22.6 says, Start children off on the way they should go and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. Then Ephesians 6.4 is very pointed. It says, Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Well, this small sampling of verses gives us enough to know that God expects parents to carry the responsibility of teaching their children. Does that mean you need to homeschool? Well, not necessarily. But it does mean that we parents are responsible to always be monitoring what our children are exposed to and helping them to interpret the world around them. It also means that we're the primary moral instructors of our kids. We don't just sit back and expect that the school or church or soccer coach is going to teach our children right from wrong, healthy from unhealthy, and moral from immoral. So applying this principle to how our kids use technology, it's clearly the parent's job to take charge. We need to educate ourselves, set the guidelines, explain why we do technology the way we do in our home, and enforce those guidelines firmly but gently. Please, by all means, don't just sit back and let technological progress just happen to your kids without your direct involvement. These scriptural principles are basically telling us that we are the technological gatekeepers for our kids. We are responsible to control the flow of access to the extent that we can, so we don't want to abdicate this to the school, the church, the coach, or even to the child. A second biblical principle to consider is that the eye is the lamp of the body. This comes straight from Jesus in Matthew 6, 22-23. He says, The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? So Jesus is telling us that what we look upon, gaze at, take in visually will have a huge effect on the health of our bodies. Now technically, Jesus is actually talking about being generous and being stingy. 
If we look at life with generosity, our lives will be full of light. If we look at life with stinginess, our whole life will be full of darkness. But the principle can also extend to just general healthy and unhealthy use of our eyes and how that can affect our spirit, soul, mind, and body. We saw yesterday that the actual type of light that emits from electronic screens literally affects our sleep patterns and that staring at screens for large amounts of times uh, affect brain development, moods, and general health. Well, like many teachings in the Bible, this one has application on multiple levels, from the physical to the spiritual. How we use our eyes, what we gaze upon, what we take in has an effect on our whole being, like the old computer programming motto, garbage in, garbage out. So we've learned so far that the child's eye is the gate to his body and his parents are the gate to the child's eye. A third principle from the Bible relates to the minds of our children. We might call it, you are what you think about. Proverbs 23, seven says, as he thinks within himself, so is he. Romans 12, two instructs us to not be conformed any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Basically, the Bible is telling us that how we think determines the kind of person we will be. How we think is going to be shaped by influences that we get to choose, the world or the word. If we let the world fill our minds with its thoughts and values, then we're going to be conformed to a worldly pattern. If we let the word fill our minds with God's thoughts and values, then we will be shaped into a godly pattern. So these three principles taken together, the principle of parents are the primary teachers, the eye is the lamp of the body, and you are what you think about. Basically, they teach us that parents are gatekeepers for our kids' eyes and minds to train them in the way they should go while they're still under our influence and tutelage. The kind of people our kids become will be the result of a combination of their own personal choices, but as well as the example that we set and the tools that we give them through our teaching with God as our helper. Tomorrow, let's take a look at some common sense guidelines for how to help our kids use electronic devices wisely. Remember, this podcast is meant to be helpful general information. It is not a substitute for face-to-face counseling with a professional. I am a mental health counselor in private practice at Practical Christian Counseling of Rapid City, South Dakota. So if I can be of any help to you, please don't hesitate to contact me. You can find all my information on my website, practicalcc.com. If you have any questions about life and relationship issues, you can email me at scott at practicalcc.com, and I'd be glad to respond to whatever is on your heart. On Friday, October 25th, Julie Norwood and I will be on the air on Lifestyles of the Saved and Sane in the 8 o'clock morning hour on 97.9 The Breeze, where we'll be talking about parenting the cell phone generation. You can listen to it live on the radio and online at 97.9thebreeze.com, and I'll be posting the show here on this podcast afterwards. So until next time, let Christ be your guide and love wisely.